Hello, hello. Welcome to Crowned in His Glory podcast. Kimberly here with you today. So very thankful that you joined in with us. Um, You know, when the Lord spoke to us about these podcasts, He really spoke and said, you know, every single time you come together around the word in one of these, you remind the ladies that they are daughters of the Most High and they are crowned in my glory. So today, ladies, I just want to remind you, hello, you are crowned in the very glory of God. And you know, he wants you to know that you are his and he wants you to walk freely. He wants you to walk victoriously. He wants you to walk fully immersed in his glory, knowing that his glory is in you and his glory is upon you. So just be reminded of that today. You know, we're going to get right into a little study and um, we're going to start it today. I'm not sure if we'll wrap it up today or it'll be um, the next two podcasts today and, and our next one. But I just want to just jump right into a chapter and I could go straight to one verse and just pull out that verse and really um, get into it. But I really want us just to read through it. And I'm going to read, you know me, I've got King James, I've got Amplified, I've got Passion, I, you know, and I've got several on a device here that we could look at. But I really want to just look at um, the Amplified Classic first off, and then I probably will go into a couple of paraphrases but it's just really good. So we're going to Hebrews 13, ladies. And um, hopefully if you're able to, and you're listening to this, if you're able to get a pen and paper and and your Bible, um, I'd I'd really encourage you to do that. If not, listen to it and then maybe um, just do a highlight listen back through and write down some some things um, that maybe the Lord spoke to you when you can because it's so important to um, write the vision, right? Whenever he, I think that's one of the reasons why writing, journaling, um, making sure that you take notes, um, it's something that it's, it's, (laughs) it's so important. Why is it important? Because we're writing it down. We're putting it not only um, through our mental capacity, but we're writing it, we're giving it action. Um, we're, we're exchanging that understanding and we're putting it into say our own words. So then later we can go back and we can look at that and be able to know, Oh, that's what the Lord spoke to me there. Oh, that's what he said there. And it's so awesome to see, um, that, Okay, so here, Hebrews 13, here we go. We're going to start in the Amplified, verse 1. Let love for your fellow believer continue. Be a fixed practice with you. Never let it fail. Man, never let it fail. That means that love always wins. That means that we choose love consistently over and over and over and over and over again. We don't ever stop choosing love. No matter the circumstances, no matter the feeling that our flesh has, we still choose love. And, you know, you could go to First um, Corinthians chapter 13 and you can look at, at that scripture and, and dive into it. You can go back to, to podcast um, from from on here where I've gone in and talked about the love chapter. Um, whenever we pastored in Kansas city, um, we had, I had, there was, uh, at the church, um, a ladies group, women in the word. And there was a season that we taught on the fruit of the spirit for 
uh, uh, over a year. And why was that? Because we needed to get it in us. We needed to not, not only put it before our eyes, before our ears, but in our heart and our spirit man reacting and digesting and giving enlightenment to us of, of the scripture because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so when we're, when we're putting the scriptures before us, whether we're putting it in our ears through a device, um, an application of a Bible app, whether we're putting it before us reading and I, you know, I love all kinds of different applications and I love electronics, but nothing will replace uh, your the written word of God. Nothing will replace your Bible. And I would encourage you, make sure that you take times time to really um, look at the word of God. You know, there's over, there's times and seasons when I've got a scripture. Okay, so let's just look at, at Hebrews 13 right now. And, and I'll, I'll show you, um, in this particular, I've, I've got it up on, um, well, let me just, I'll just, just for, for, for an example, um, I've got second Timothy and, um, second Timothy three that I've got in my Bible right now. Well, you can see, I've got all kind of notes. I've got drawings. I've got, um, some are in certain pen marks, some are in pencil marks, some are in different color marks. And so it's different seasons that the Lord has spoken to me about that scripture. And so what does that mean? That means that the next time that I I'm studying this scripture and I'm looking at it, man, I'm just going, oh, wow, that's okay. That's, that's an additional thing. And, and a lot of times I'll read back what the Lord has spoken to me to remind myself of what he's spoken to me in the past. And so I'll just encourage you. I don't know why I shared that, but I'll just um, encourage you to write things down, journal, um, write in your, in your Bible. And if you're one that you're like, well, I don't want to mess my Bible up. Well, you're not going to mess it up. I mean, come on there, 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 these, these pages are worth us, um, uh, worth us, worth, worth, worth us using, worth, worth us, um, just devouring. And so anyway, tidbit on that, but let's get back here. So let love for your fellow believer continue, be a fixed practice with you. Never let it fail. Verse two, do not forget, neglect, refuse to extend hospitality to strangers in the brotherhood being friendly, cordial, gracious, sharing the comforts of your home and doing your part generously for through it, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Wow. 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 Okay. So there's a whole lot there. So when we are walking in love, we can look and see hospitality comes, friendliness comes, cordialness, manners come, graciousness comes, come on, sharing comes, generosity comes, come on, when we're allowing love to be, that's what we're going to have attributes of. They just love, just love just produces the seed of love just produces those things. And so you've, you've been in a home. Okay. 
that um, man, you're just welcomed in. There's they there is no restraint. They welcome you with open arms. They're gracious to you. They're kind to you. And why is that? Because you can sense the love of that home when you walk in. Come on. Okay, so I could go on more with that, but I'm going to just keep going because I want to keep moving in the chapter. Remember those, verse 3, remember those who are in prison as if you were their fellow prisoner and those who are ill-treated since you also are liable to body sufferings. Oh, wow. That's a huge verse three. There's a whole lot of people that when they see someone in punishment, they're going, hmm, they deserve that. They did that wrong. And yes, if you do something, there is always a cause and effect. You know, whenever the guys were little, one of the greatest things that um, I would always um teach them and train them no matter what it was. And in fact, I had this ball, it was a tennis ball and I would take it and I would, we had tile floor and I would put it, I'd, I'd throw it down and it would bounce. And sometimes it actually hit the ceiling. And so I'd, I'd just go, you know, I'd, I'd have the ball and I'd, I'd hold it up and I'd say, there's always a cause and effect to an action. And I'd let go of the ball. And I said, I let go of the ball, didn't I? And what happened? What was the cause and the effect? It dropped and it bounced because that's what kind of ball it was. But it went down and then it went up. There's always a cause and effect. So no matter what we're doing, there's always a cause and effect. And we want to make sure that we're doing things that are causing and affecting the kingdom. And they're based from love. Oh, come on, ladies. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And and we can look and we can make judgments over someone. They're in prison. They did something wrong. They deserve punishment. And and punishment will always be if you do something. Come on. You can't. I mean, it, 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 eventually there's going to be cause and effect. But this scripture says, remember those who are in prison. Because judge not, lest you be judged. So what, what does that mean? That means that they're going to automatically reap the harvest on the seeds that they've sown. But that does not position us in a place that we judge them. And those are the seeds that we sow. Come on, ladies. We don't want to be judgmental. And as, as daughters of the Most High, as wives, as mothers as sisters, as godly influencers, as grandmothers, what do we want to do? We want to always produce mercy and grace. We want to go back. What does, what, what did verse, verse, um, um, let's see, verse two, it says, don't, hey, extend hospitality. Look out. There could be Someone that's an angel that you don't even know that's an angel and you're entertaining them, but you're using friendliness, graciousness, um, you're, you're cordial, you're kind. Okay, so then verse three, because these are all things that let love come on the very 
first two words of this chapter, let love, let love be number one. Let everything we do and everything we say come out of a position of love and love never fails. No matter how much it may look like around you, well, I, I love that person and, and they just judged me. I love that person and they just walked away. Well, just know love always wins and it's not over. <laughs> Come on, that was for someone today. Okay, so verse three, remember those who are in prison as if you were their fellow prisoner. And those who were ill-treated, since you also were liable to bodily sufferings. Okay, so it just means whenever someone is, is you know, maybe they've made a wrong decision. Do we know the root of that decision-making process? Maybe there was abuse. Maybe there was um, abandonment that was in that person's life and that ill treatment caused them to walk into a decision that was not a healthy decision. So we have to always make sure that we are constantly evaluating our heart. Come on, ladies. When we evaluate our heart, you know, maybe, maybe there's something that you're dealing with with your husband. And it is a reciprocal pattern that has been in, in your life, his life forever. And you're just going, man, man, this reciprocal pattern, why, why can't it just be broken? Well, here today, I'm just encouraging you to let love win. Let love win. <laughs> what does that mean? It doesn't mean that you, you negate the, the, the results of that action or that pattern. No, you let love win. You rise up and you love unconditionally and you don't judge because that's a matter of our own hearts. Come on. We don't let, um, we don't let our hearts go into a place and a position of being judgmental then of that reciprocal pattern, because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to pull us into things constantly to get our minds, to get our hearts out of the word of God, out of the place in the spirit. He wants to constantly pull us out of the spirit, but we have to constantly choose to get back into the spirit and to live in a place place in a position of the spirit. And when we do that, we let love win. That's the spirit of God. When we live in the spirit of God, we let love win. Now, does love have, have boundaries? Yes, it does. So am I saying live boundaryless? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that we choose to always go back to the heart of love, the compassion of love, the compassion of our father. We react back into, and if we get out of that position of love and we get frustrated and we get just, I don't know, you know, come on been there, done that, wanted to just shake somebody. Come on. I honestly have, have, have been that way. Cause I, I just want to say, what are you thinking? You know, come on, we've all done that, but we can't, we have to go back to and say, God, you know, their heart, you know, my heart, and I'm going to choose love every single time. I'm going to position myself, you know, to love bears up under anything and everything. It never insists on its own way. Come on. Hello. It never insists on its own way. And so we have to choose love. Let love win. Let love win. Come on. Hello. I've got a few more minutes, so I'm going to get right to verse four. And then obviously I'm going to have to pick this up in another episode. So stay tuned for part two of this. 
um, letting love win. Come on. Let verse four, let marriage be held in honor. Oh, what was that? Let marriage be held in honor. Are we living in a day and an age that marriage is held in honor? Ooh, I could go into a whole bunch. Better not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Come on. It says, let marriage be held in honor. Esteemed, worthy, precious, of great price, especially dear in all things. And thus let the marriage bed be undefiled, kept undishonored. So what does that mean? For God will judge, punish the unchastened, all guilty of sexual vices and adulterous. Okay, so we could go into a whole lot of that. I don't want to um, in this episode, but let's just say that the marriage bed is to be honored. And as it's honored, as we position our hearts in a place of honor as women, okay? And there is a whole lot in all of our lives. There's a whole lot that is in all of our history, including mine. And, And there can be abuse there can be violation, there can be aggression, there can be all kind of things pertaining to um, sexual devices and vices and places that we've lived and walked. But I'm just saying the blood of Jesus covers all of those situations and circumstances and you can live free. If I can live free and allow the blood of Jesus to cover me, you can live free and allow the blood of Jesus to cover you. And that's all I'm going to get into today. I just say the blood of Jesus covers that. But when we take, when we take the word of God and we take what God says about love and how God is positioning us in him, in love, because Jesus was love. He was love in flesh and he was our example. And if he can do it, we can do it. If he can turn the other cheek, if he can look and say, you know, I I'm going to, I'm going to choose love no matter what father forgive them for they know not what they do. Doesn't mean that we don't acknowledge what they did but we forgive them and we allow God to judge them, not us to judge them. And that is one of the ways you can walk in freedom. Ladies, I am telling you, you can walk in freedom. It is the greatest way that the Lord had me personally walk in forgiveness and freedom. I'm not their judge. He's their judge. And when I stop judging them and forgive Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That positioned me in an openness for freedom that I never, ever knew possible. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you. But verse four, let marriage be held in honor. Let me just say, ladies, if you are married, ask the Holy Spirit to help you with this. Just say, I do. I, I mean, I do. In, in all the knowledge and the wisdom that I may think I have, I'm still seeking in all my understanding and wisdom 
in, in, in all of it, I'm going to get understanding. That means I'm going to seek the word. I'm going to seek the Holy Spirit continually. And just when I think I've, I've gotten the, the knowledge to a certain level, I'm going to say, no, I, I, what can I learn today? Come on, Holy Spirit, show me in the word what I need to see that is enlargement to what I already have. And if there's something that I think I believe that really isn't your perfect perfect will, your perfect knowledge, please help me just shift it. Please give me understanding. And so in all of our getting, we get understanding, scripture says, and we allow the word of God and the Holy Spirit to continually teach us daily, enlarge us daily, give us, you know, give us knowledge, give us wisdom by the spirit. And so I just would ask as I close this today, I know maybe I've gone a little bit longer than than usual, but um, just know that let marriage be held in honor. And and you know maybe you're you're listening and you're not you're you're widow you're you're uh, you're um, a, a widow. Um, maybe you are um, single. You've never been married. Maybe you're a young lady, and this is not just a statement to married women, though married women, it, it, it's really vital because it'll, it'll affect our marriage. Um, but let marriage be held in honor. And if we just simply say, Holy spirit, enlarge our capacity to understand what those simple words, what those simple six words mean in this day and in this hour, because there is so much that is being pushed back and so many things that are perverting what those six words really mean. Let marriage be held in honor. Come on, Jesus. Help us understand and enlarge our capacity. Help each and every listener enlarge their capacity to understand that, to understand it in our generation, to understand it in this dispensation in the spirit, in the realm and the time and the season that we live. Help us understand just what that means. And as we do, we see shifts in communities because we see shifts in homes. Oh, we see shifts shifts in the body of Christ. Let marriage be held in honor. Wow. Come on, ladies. And we are a vital, important part of marriage. And so that means we have the understanding, we have the compa- the capacity to understand this and to live it out no matter what stage we are in our life, no matter what age group we are as women, we understand what God says about marriage and we honor it. That's it in a nutshell. So ladies, just know that I'm going to get, I'm going to pick this right back up in, in our next, um, uh, broadcast and our next, um, podcast here. So tune back in for part two of come on, let love. So I bless you today. 
may the Holy Spirit just um, enlarge maybe a few little seeds that were planted in this time with us today. So until next time, know that you're crowning his glory. Know that he is faithful. Know that he will enlarge you. He will give you wisdom. He will give you knowledge and he will help you walk out what letting love win looks like every day.